0: Hello and welcome to Pardon the Integration, Turn Hazy Clouds into a Successful Strategy. I'm your host, Ed Hannon, and my guest today is Anthony DeLorio, Director of Data Center Business Development with Luan Technology. I'd like to thank Tony for being here and just remind everyone that the way our show works is we have three topics we'll discuss throughout the the broadcast, and we have three minutes to talk about each topic. Our first topic today will be understanding the clouds. Our second topic will be working with HPE, and our third and final topic will be where do we go from here? And as you watch and listen to today's, as you watch today's program, I should say, you'll be able to see a countdown clock on the bottom of your screen. But let's get started with our first segment, Understanding the Clouds. And Tony, when just the first question here, what does cloud even mean these days?
1: Yeah, so uh, before I get into it, thank you, Ed, for having me and uh, just allowing me to address your audience. So I I appreciate that. Um, I think first and fundamentally, when we look at what a cloud means, we have to understand that cloud is not a thing. Uh, It is a business operational strategy as long as we can all come to an agreement on that, first and foremost, um, whether you're looking into private or public cloud offerings, I think the meaning behind cloud is the same, and it just boils down to simplicity. So for example, the public or hyperscale clouds that we know today allow companies to consume IT faster and more efficient than we've ever seen in the past, right? So it's it's really quick, and it's at your fingertips. Um, On the private cloud side, we've also enabled ways to do that through consumption models. So it really, to me, boils down to that simplicity of it. Um, It also boils down to the fact that data is growing at 66% year over year, and it's expected to continue to grow at that rate or greater until the year 2025. This just justifies the need for agile IT more than ever, and that kind of swipe and go mentality. So when you look at the cloud and what it represents and what it means is truly the flexibility, the simplicity for the business to offer IT, meet SLAs, and support their.
0: And Tony, one of the things you tapped into there was the, uh, the, the the growth of the data, and you know, there's really two issues. It's you know, how much are we creating, and where we're we putting it all. But the cloud is definitely one of those places that we end up, you know, moving and, and placing the data. So, with that said, what's the state of the cloud market right now?
1: Yeah, so th- this is a loaded one, Ed, um, but I do love the question. So, uh, kind of the state of the cloud that we see it today is uh, is twofold. So, on one hand. You can look at the statistics, and the, excuse me, the statistics show that public cloud alone is growing at 31% the last two years. Okay, That's year over year from 2019 2020. But if you're also doing your research, you're seeing that the analysts are showing a greater adoption in the last two years. Now, why would that be? Everybody's remote, Ed, right? COVID sent us into a whole different realm. So we truly believe that the statistics are skewed because of some circumstances, i.e. COVID. So when we look at what we're seeing on the streets, what companies are engaging you know, me to help them with, it really comes down to a business and cloud strategy. And so what they're finding is, and it doesn't really matter if you were one of those early adopters that threw every workload up into the cloud as fast as possible, again, private or public, but you threw all those workloads up there as fast as possible, you bid off on it and you went down that road. It also includes the companies that we're a little bit slower, a little bit more methodical in how they adopted it. But regardless, for both of these profiles, we are now learning the good and the bad uh, or the implications of those choices. So what I see the most of are companies are pulling back. And I'm not saying they're getting out of the cloud at all, but they're pulling back on strategy and saying we need to redevelop, look at our business initiatives, look at our SLAs, look at what we have to do as a business or what our IT team is expected to do to support us and then create a strategy to go forth from there.
0: And then the next question that sort of close out the section is, why is it important to really first understand business outcomes before you worry about the cloud?
1: So again, you know, a lot of those guys, those customers, those, uh, those IT professionals threw a lot of workloads into the cloud. They realized, hey, based on the activity level of this data, based on the performance level of this data, maybe the SLA that we have to deliver on the performance level, um, there's a lot of gotchas. We've got egress, regress, we've got growth rates, right? And these are things that, we're not necessarily discovered during the sales campaign or, or the discovery side for the customer. So we're, 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 we're <laughs> so we're seeing a lot of businesses come back, again, as I was saying earlier, focusing on that strategy and evaluating the business outcomes. And depending on where your business outcomes are, the public and private cloud will provide you uh, the right benefits or the right solution to the initiative. However, it's pulling back and uh, being more methodical.
0: Excellent. And now I want to move to our next uh, segment here, working with HP, and I know you guys are a partner of HP. So, simple first question here: How has HP helped your business?
1: Yeah, uh, kind of an easy one. Um, I would say even a layup for a podcast, right? But uh, HP is one of our best partnerships, so bar none. I have to put that out there because it's just the truth and transparent. Um, in my opinion, though, HPE is the only vendor right now that's looking to create solutions based on the IT professional. What the business is asking and the flexibility and operations that we need right so kind of comes back to where we were talking about the simplicity of the cloud i see um, from being entrenched and i've had a long career with multiple of, uh, of these vendors out there but i see uh reading between the lines that hp is truly focused on that and i say that because they're giving the most flexibility within the product offering as a quick reinforcement to that for the audience um, you start with DHCI. Nobody's done that. That is very new, right? They're a pioneer in the DHCI realm. So you have to applaud HPE there. Um, from the simplicity and the agility of Simplicity, I mean, that is what Simplicity's baseline is. So that's great. They have that. And then, lastly, if those solutions, for whatever reason, don't work in, they have strong partnerships with Nutanix. They really have the rounded out portfolio when you start going down some of those roads. And remember, that goes into the cloud offering as well, as we look at maybe tiering, or we look at stamping, or controlling metadata before we uh, before we uh, throw that data out there.
0: And then, along with HPE helping your business, how have HPE's products helped your customers?
1: Kind of down the same answer. So I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like. Uh, uh, like I'm, I'm trying to dodge it necessarily, but the assistance to our customers is, is is also how it's helped my business, right? Because candidly, my customers don't succeed. My, my business uh, doesn't succeed. So we see in the same kind of realm of that, the, the flexibility, the simplicity. Even service offerings like GreenLake, where where you can go in and consume IT differently. If you've ever looked at a private cloud and you want to keep that level of control, GreenLake allows you to give it the simplicity of expansion or the simplicity of consuming those resources on the upfront. So it's just a license key to unlock and you go, right? So it's as quick as maybe swiping a credit card on Amazon and running it free with the public cloud.
0: We talked about the partnership and how it's helped your business and how the products help your customers. What, What makes HPE the right partner?
1: For Luan. I can sum it up real quick. Um, ecosystem. Uh, so, you know, HPE, obviously their solutions are great. We just touched on that. So I won't spend the time there. But the ecosystem of their partnerships uh, really kind of bring it all together. And what I mean by that is you know, HPE. If you're if you're going down a file or an unstructured road, you you've got a partnership there, right? If you're going down, um, you know, a cloud road, they've got partnerships there. If you're looking at assessments, if you're looking at security, they have those partnerships there as well, right? Even backup, um, you can't you, you can't fault them. They've got partnerships that uh, that take on B, uh, a DR and BC. So really, when you look at the ecosystem, it gives my customers the assurance that they are working in the background to make sure everything's compatible and ready to go before, you know, really we get into a steady state.
0: And then for our final segment, where do we go from here? Kind of forward looking. How can your customers sort through sort through the cloud and make sense of all of this? I mean, there's just so much going on with the cloud. And how, how do, how do you, your customers sort through it
1: all? Yeah. Uh, so f- first, finding the right cloud solution is not a difficult task. However, there are some areas of consideration that I would coach my customers to to make sure they're not overlooking. Just a couple of those considerations might include compliance, it could include availability and SLAs, security requirements. And when I say security guys, because that's such a hot topic in IT right now, let, let me just be very clear. I'm not just talking about cybersecurity, I'm talking about access level security, right? So these types of things, data growth, data availability rates, data warehousing, et cetera. So I mean, I could keep going on, right? But these are areas that you really need to make sure you're thorough or asking the questions before adopting any solution.
0: And what is Luan's role in helping your customers make sense of all of this?
1: Yeah. So we're we're kind of the coach expert, if you will. Um, So first, we like to understand the goals. We have to understand the end game and then how I coach my team is we understand the end game to a T. I mean, we really have to understand that end game. And then we work backwards. It makes it so much easier to work backwards and it doesn't it's a consultative approach versus a I'm going to sell something today. And that's what we try to avoid. Um, so as my team kind of goes back and looks at that and then back works backwards through that, we're coaching and educating our customers on the solutions and on the implications of the solutions. That's one thing as a, as a manufacturer rep for Fifteen years, um, I could not understand why partners would not touch on the implications, knowing, knowing they're going to have to support this for three to five to seven years. So that's a big one for us.
0: And just my final question for the program, and you've been awesome through the whole through the conversation. What, what what should your customers, you know, what are they, what should they do first? What should they do now, right now, today, as they watch and they listen to this program?
1: Yeah, so that one for me that is an easy one, right? Because I'm in the channel, so I'm begging for this information on a daily basis, right, with my team. But really just two points, be open and be vulnerable. So let me explain just briefly what I mean by that. So my customers know I'm their trusted advisor, right? So when they engage me, uh, we, we don't withhold information. They know what I'm bringing to them is, 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 is a trusted, I've thought through it, and I will explain it and educate them on it. What customers tend to do, though, is withhold information as if, you know, there's a plague behind it or something, but or they'll keep us at arm's reach, right? And so the problem that we see there is we can't be a trusted advisor, right? I can't I can't say that word enough because that's our role, and that's our value. And so if you're holding information, you're not being open. If you're not telling us what the problems, where the skeletons are buried, being vulnerable, then how can I do my job to ensure that that solution is going to not only accomplish, allow allow you to get a little bit easier lifestyle, right? I mean, that's part of it is enabling our customers to maybe not have as much stress.
0: Great stuff, Tony. That's all the time we have for today. Tony, I want to thank you again for being here. But before I go, I want to share some quick takeaways from today's program, just to recap. Uh, Number one, you must first understand business outcomes before you worry about the cloud. Number two, HPE's products will help your business and your customers get the most out of the cloud. And finally, as you heard right at the end there, customers need to be open and vulnerable to unlock the full potential of the cloud and by extension their business. Again, thanks so much for watching. Thanks to Tony for joining me. Once again, I'm Ed Hannon and you've been watching Pardon the Integration, turn hazy clouds into a successful strategy. Have a good day.